the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Of the following program may be pre recorded. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm Dave Heiliger filling in for Dr. Anderson today. You know, it's Wisdom Wednesday and we're talking about artificial intelligence. We've got it for you. Let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Wisdom Wednesday, and it's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. But this isn't Dr. Anderson, is it? It's Dave Heiliger. I'm filling in for Doc today as he's out traveling. We can't wait to have you back, Dr. Anderson. But in the meantime, you're hanging out with me, David Heiliger. I'm the director of Gracism Global. It's an organization that Dr. Anderson founded that helps leaders build bridges across the deepest divides of color, class, and culture. And today, it's Wisdom Wednesday on Real Talk, and I've been heading up a uh, summer series here on Real Talk throughout the, the summer called Uncomfortable Truths, where we're diving deep into uh, unsettling realities that our society's facing that maybe we're trying to make sense of, maybe we're trying to make changes in, but either way about it, we need to have a little bit more understanding of what's going on. And we know what Dr. Anderson says. He says comprehension begins with conversation. So today we are setting up the table of conversation around a issue that I hope all of us are you know, bringing to the front of our minds as it's generating some new waves here in our society, artificial intelligence. Today on this Wisdom Wednesday, we're talking about the wisdom of understanding AI. Where does that hit home for you? Are you uh, already seeing AI affect your job, your workplace, your uh, um, what you're seeing online? Does it scare you? Are, are you nervous about artificial intelligence? Is it kind of like a little bit of a Terminator uh, to Judgment Day kind of deal where uh, the robots might take over? Uh, or for you, are you excited about what's you know coming up in this world of AI? Well, we want you to join in this conversation and help us talk through this Wisdom Wednesday topic, the wisdom of understanding AI. So are you hopeful or are you fearful? Let me know what you think. 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. And we'd love to have you join in this conversation. We have an industry leader. Uh, if you're watching us online, you'll see her sitting next to me. I'll introduce you to her in just a minute but an industry leader in AI development who will help us answer all of our questions. Maybe not all the questions, but at least a couple of them. And uh, we'll be able to tap into her expertise as we're trying to understand that one from our own personal per perspective, 
but also recognizing that the church is going to be affected by AI as well. And uh, you and I need to not just sleep on this and uh, hope everything works out, but really leverage AI for good. Well, is that even possible to leverage AI for good? Well, we're going to talk about it. You know, uh, here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, you get something different every day. You got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays. He caught us here on Wisdom Wednesday today. Theological Thursdays and Open Phone-In Fridays. And you're probably listening to us on 105.1 FM out of the nation's capital. All the DMV gets to tune in and listen to us here uh, on WAVA. Or maybe you're watching us on Facebook or YouTube. And uh, if you are, drop something in the comments section, say hi to us. Even if you have a question, we'll keep an eye on that and incorporate that into our conversation today. Uh, you can find us at all of Dr. Anderson's socials at Anderson Speaks, at Anderson Speaks. And if you want to find out more about Gracism Global, you can go to gracismglobal.com and you can find out some of our training materials and ways to get involved and help us uh, walk with you as you're building your multiculturally effective leadership. Well, let's pray for this show and get things kicked off because we've got a lot to talk about. But let's start by talking to the Lord. Dear Jesus, we come to you as the future is uncertain for us, but it's not uncertain for you. So as we walk through this conversation about artificial intelligence and its impact in our lives, I pray that we would continue to listen to you as the one who gives us all the wisdom, all the understanding. So we trust you for that and pray this in Christ's name. Well, today we have an extra special guest joining us. Uh, she is not just a friend of uh, Dr. Anderson and the Real Talk crew here, but she's also a friend of Bridgeway Community Church, where Dr. Anderson is the senior pastor. Uh, she serves on our Elders Council of Women. But let me give you a formal introduction. Uh, if you've ever made a call to Europe from the U.S., made a call in the D.C. metro system or an AT&T call on your cell phone in D.C., Maryland, or Virginia, you have been impacted by the work of Gina Marshall Johnson. She's been a technical leader for over three decades. She worked at Bell Labs on the first undersea fiber optic transmission system. Wow. She led the de design team at Bell Atlantic Mobile, now Verizon Wireless, on the first DC Metro cell system design. She was the technical, uh, the director of technical operations for AT&T Wireless as they designed and built the original Washington area cell phone network. Now she works for an area applied research organization leading a team of more than 200 AI developers on small problems like helping to advise the COVID-19 pandemic. Not such a small problem though. She has a bachelor's degree in electrical engineering from Howard University and a master's in electrical engineering from Johns Hopkins University. She is a PhD candidate at the Omega Graduate School studying the ethical impact of AI on society. More important than all of that, she is a child of God. She has been saved for the past 47 years and has attended Bridgeway Community Church for the past 22 years, where now she serves on the Elders Council of Women. She gives credit to Jesus Christ and is grateful for all the work he's done to enable her to do. Welcome, welcome, Miss Gina Marshall Johnson. Thank you so much, Dave. It's an honor to be here with you and with all of you out there listening. 
to talk about a topic I am so passionate about. Well, clearly by your bio, you are the one to be talking to. You've been in the tech world for your whole career and seemingly on the leading edge of tech integration within our society. Well, hopefully I don't look as old as I've been working. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all. And I, I, what I hear in the work that you've put into your technical work is that it seems like you build a bridge between technology and people. Is that Has that been true about your, your career? That's true. Very early in my career, I decided I wanted to do things to help people, and that was to help them communicate. Mm -hmm. So I've been working on lots of communications projects early in my career, and that's evolved over the past 15 years to when cybersecurity hit. It's like, well, we're helping them communicate, but now all of a sudden there's the security risks. Mm -hmm. um, and that evolved into artificial intelligence. So not only uh, or is communication disrupted, but you can't even trust what you see or hear anymore. So we've seen the videos, these deep fake videos where it looks like the people that we know, but it's just all computer generated. It's the voice, it's the image and even the content. So today we're talking about artificial intelligence. And there are probably some people who are listening who have heard it, heard about it, who know of it. But can you help us just kind of succinctly for, you know, non-technical people like me? You know, they didn't teach any of this in Bible college, <laughs> Ms. Johnson. <laughs> so uh, what is artificial intelligence? Well, simply put, uh, you go to Merriam-Webster. It's a computer system that can learn from experiences by discerning patterns in data. Um, it's the data that's fed to it to make decisions. So you know, the way I describe it is you have a bunch of data, you label it, and then you train a model to make tell it what's good and what's not good. So and, so it we're telling it how to process the information that we're giving it. Exactly. But you, it starts processing it for us then. Right. You look backwards and give it information and say, okay, this is what I liked about what happened. This is what I didn't like about what happened. Now I'm going to feed you some new information. And you tell me what looks like what I like. Oh, my and goodness. And so it spits out the decisions that you've told it are good. Gotcha. Um, the problem with it is if the data that you start with isn't representative of the population you're applying it to, then the answers you get are all wrong. All right. Does that make sense? Well, we're going we're gonna to make more and more sense along the way. And uh, we can't wait for everybody to hear more about AI, 888-432-7434. We'll be right back. If you're anything like me, you see all the division and hostility in the world, and you know that if you just had the right tools, you could make a difference. You could help bring some healing. You could be a bridge builder. Guided by Dr. David Anderson and the Gracism Global Team, I learned how to live and lead by becoming a positive solution in a world that's dealing with such negative problems. I went from feeling overwhelmed to being empowered from being a bystander to becoming a bridge builder. Dr. Anderson has taken the principles of racism around the world, helping corporations, ministries, nonprofits, and government leaders grow in their ability to bridge the deepest divides of color, class, and culture. Through Racism Global's coaching and certifications, you can gain the confidence and skills to bring change right where you are. Whether for you or your whole organization, 
We're here to help you bring the power of racism into your life and leadership today. Visit GracismGlobal.com and join us on this transformative journey. We're not just fighting against racism, we're building a world of gracism. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor church relations, administration and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Hey, Miss Jerry, how are you? I'm well, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you for hanging out with me. I appreciate you having um, Andrew Altman on uh-huh. last week, I, was, I believe it was, uh, because we made a decision, and he, he provided that last piece about waterproofing right. that I wasn't aware of. They came out. Okay. They said they would be done in two days. Yeah. They were. Okay. It was a great experience. Great. And this, we had just purchased our forever home in January of 2023, to God be the glory. Mm, amen. Um, and now we've taken care of a big item on our punch list. Okay. Uh, that we got from the, the home inspection. I'm so grateful that you, you called to thank me. I'm going to pass it on to him as well. I love when I hear from a listener who says, we used one of your advertisers, and they did what they said they were going to do, and that's what Best Buy Waterproofing is all about. And I hope people will go to bestbuywaterproofing.com so they can be happy customers like you. Thank you so much, Jerry. Anderson while he's away today, and you've caught us on Wisdom Wednesday. This Wisdom Wednesday, we're talking about the wisdom of understanding artificial intelligence. Let me ask you a question. Are you, are you hopeful or are you fearful when it comes to AI? We want to hear from you. Join the conversation, 888-432-7434. And today we have our resident expert on AI, uh, Ms. Gina Marshall-Johnson, who has been in technolo- the technology industry for her whole career, most recently leading a team of 200 AI developers uh, doing research and application for AI in all sorts of different industry and applications. So what I would love to kind of where we left things off is this, I, what is AI? And it sounds to me like it's from what you said, AI is it's a computer program. It's a computer system that takes whatever information we put into it and 
it analyzes it for us and gives us information based off of what we put into it. But it's not just what we put into it, but we actually tell it how it should be analyzing our data for us. So we're we're influencing a lot of what we get out of AI. Is that correct? That is correct. And then it learns. It tries to help you out. So if you tell it something is uh, you like something, it'll try to give you more of that. So mm. that's the learning piece. Uh, but let me give you an example of how it's used in our current society. Sure. So many large companies res- use resume screening, um, use AI and African tracking systems to screen resumes. They look for keywords. They take historical data of people that they've hired. They look for the kinds of people that are in that population, the keywords in their resumes. And then they also look at the job description, mm-hmm. and they try to match all the new applicants to the, the combination of those keywords. Well, it sounds reasonable. sounds like a reasonable approach. But there was a large company that um, employed such a technique and found that they were screening out all women from mm. their resumes. Now, the next step is getting an interview for a job. So there was no human involved. It was all automatically done. Wow. And they were screening out all women for not for one month or two months, but for two years. Two years. And the AI program, it in the way that it analyzed, learned, and refined how it sorted these resumes, it was sorting out all of the women. For two years. And, and the only reason they found out it was happening is because uh, an employee referred a woman mm-hmm. who was highly qualified, and the system said she shouldn't get an interview. Oh, my so goodness. So someone on the inside went to investigate uh, what happened, and they realized the software that they were running, that they had written themselves, mm-hmm. was um, doing all this damage. Uh, wow. And so ultimately they scrapped the software, mm-hmm. and they uh, give them credit because they publicized it so other people could learn from their mistakes. But the speed and scale at which these machines make decisions that are uh, just assumed to be correct mm-hmm. is is greater than anything we've ever seen. So and so let me ask a follow-up question to that. So was it filtering out the female applicants not because they weren't qualified, but because something that was written into that program uh, assumed that they were only looking for men or words and keywords that typically men would use in writing their resumes what how does how does something like that become so exclusionary most of the people they hired historically were men not all ah okay there we go and so it it tried to help you out like most of them are men so it would be better if all of them it was going to (laughs) give us more that more of what we've already had right and if what we've had is is great and equitable and you know equal for all then and that's good, but uh, it's not it hasn't been that way in our country. <laughs> there have been plenty of groups who have been discriminated against, and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that moving forward. You know, let's uh, go to our phone lines. We've got anonymous in Washington D.C. Uh, thanks for joining the 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 call and the uh, conversation here today. Thank you. All good right, afternoon. anonymous. Uh, do you have a comment or a question for us? Where does AI hit home for you? Well, because it. It is scary, and I see already scary things where innocent people are targeted and scammed, you know, just by the phone and the Internet. But, for example, there's a a new report of a crime by four Mississippi deputies, and I could just envision a politician or a certain news company 
being able to afford to have those facts look manipulated. And um, after all, deception is an effective tool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll take your comment off, off the air. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Anonymous, for giving a call. And I, I do, I hear it in her voice. There, she's freaked out. She's nervous specifically about the kind of deception that can be generated out of AI. Is that something we should be worried about, that misinformation or deception is is something that's going to be a little bit more, um, I, <laughs> my, the thought is nefarious, you know, it's a little bit more uh, challenging moving forward. Yeah, the, you mentioned earlier deep fakes in the introduction. So um, generative AI, which is um, a, a a kind of AI enabled by things like ChatGPT makes it much easier to um, create videos. You can have a still picture of someone and an audio track, 10 words or more, more than 10 words, and you can create a video with their mouth moving, with the words that you want to come out of their mouths, and play it, and it's get becoming increasingly harder to tell if it's real or if it's not real. And wow. so it's called deep fake. So posting lots of pictures on social media, mm-hmm. um, you know, because you want to remember fun times. You know, it's it's opened you up to that kind of t- attack. It's already hard enough for me to uh, uh, know the difference between what's real and what's fake on the internet already, and we haven't been dealing with this kind of power of uh, of mimicking or deception. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, do you think it's going to get harder and harder? for us to know when something is trustworthy and when something's not. Yeah, absolutely. It's already, as you point out, it's already hard. And uh, <clears throat> the computational power is getting greater and it's just making it easier um, to be deceptive. So it absolutely, yeah. you know, our family um, being concerned about, you know, me being in the space, I, I encourage us to create a safe word because mm. you've seen uh, news reports about audio playing and, and, you know, somebody will call and say, mom, I'm in trouble. I need money. Mm-hmm. And someone was duped by that. So we have a safe word that we use. You know, if, if, if somebody calls you saying they need money, ask them the safe word wow. and, and we'll, we'll all share it before we'll believe what we hear. That's so, a good word for all of us uh, that as we're, looking to figure out how can we make sure we are protected, you know, in our families, in these close relationships, that there should be some things that are uh, your own your own special sources of verification. So as a family, having a safe word so that uh, you don't start shelling out money to help out a family member and, you know, come to find out they were using uh, software and AI technology to mimic mm-hmm. somebody that you trust. That's mm-hmm. really, really good. Uh, as we're talking about AI, specifically looking at some of the things that make us fearful, we don't want to forget that there's a lot of things about AI that is actually um, ex- kind of exciting and, and opportunistic. Uh, we could have a more optimistic view of AI. Do you think you fall more on the fearful or on the optimistic side, the hopeful side? What, where, where do you fall? That's a good question, Dave. I'm an optimist at heart. I like to believe in the future and um, also believe in efficiency. I like to get more done with less, which I think is a primary driver for AI. But we have to apply it where it is designed to be applied and look at the results that we're getting 
to ensure that they are the kinds of results that we would want to see. Mm-hmm. So where it works well is in financial systems, mm-hmm. you know, where it's numbers. You know, you can't have bias in numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pretty uh, agnostic. Um, so I think it's very positively applied in that space. Um, looking at trends in non-social data, you know, um, I think you could apply it there. You know, uh, how many people are attending the services at what time and mm-hmm. how do you project the energy usage of a building based on the attendance of services and that sort of thing. Yeah, I think those are areas where it, it can be applied but when you start looking at individuals and, um, you know, <clears throat> things that are unique to different cultures, um, languages, then uh, it tends to be a little bit um, skewed sometimes. Wow. Well, we're going to get a chance to talk a little bit about AI and the church uh, when we come back. But it sounds to me like AI is something that we can leverage for good or it can be leveraged for evil. It can be something that uh, welcomes us into changing some of our uh, harms that we've created in the past or repeating some of the harms that we've created in the past. And so when we come back, we would love for you to join the conversation, 888-432-7434. And you can join the conversation here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. Pro-lifers enjoyed a huge victory in the deep blue state of California. A late-term abortion center planned to open in Beverly Hills, that is, until local pro-life advocates mobilized a campaign against it. California recently legalized abortion until birth for any reason. Abortionists in Washington, D.C. saw a great commercial opportunity because late-term abortion is a very lucrative business. Tasha Baker led the campaign against the killing center. The building management company rescinded its lease after mounting pressure from pro-lifers. They believed property management didn't realize what they were getting themselves into, and they didn't relish the idea of daily protests on their streets. This abortion business to the stars is now a shattered dream. Thanks be to God. Check out Life Issues on Facebook and stay more informed than you've ever been. Liberty University's last two incoming classes have been the largest in school history. Space is limited for the fall 2023 semester. Act now and lock in your spot by taking your next step in the admission process. As a student, you'll have access to over 800 events every year, including athletic events, concerts, plays, outdoor adventures, and more. What are you waiting for? Claim your spot on our world-class campus today and begin your educational journey. Visit liberty.edu slash golu for next steps. That's liberty.edu slash golu. Alexa can play WAVA-FM and hear us wherever you are on our mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, or Radio.com. More than a 1,000 chapters and 30,000 verses, but you can do it. Read the entire Bible with Bible in a Year, totally interactive, totally free at BibleStudyTools.com. Free inspiration and encouragement every morning, noon, and night sent directly to your inbox. Sign up for free devotionals at Crosswalk.com. Crosswalk.com. The recent bank failures are serving as a warning about how fragile our banking system really is. As millions of Americans panic, do you know what central banks are doing? Well, they're actually buying up gold at record levels. 
They're relying on it as a safe haven during these difficult times. That's how confident they are in the dollar. Hi, I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author and evangelical leader to millions of people just like you. We're all Americans who want to protect our family's savings no matter what. I tell people the best option is to diversify their 401k or IRA into physical gold or silver with the help of Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, just text the word FAITH to the number 989898 to get a free information kit on gold IRAs. Look, there's no strings attached. It's not going to hurt you to take action now. So take the first step today and educate yourself. Get your free info kit when you text FAITH to 989898 right now. And I pray you and your family are greatly blessed. Welcome back. Welcome back. Here we are on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. You've caught us right in the middle of our Wisdom Wednesday today. I'm Dave Heiliger filling in for Dr. Anderson while he's out on a little bit of travel. Doc, big shout out to you. Can't wait for you to come on back. You know, today is Wisdom Wednesday, and today we're talking about the wisdom of understanding artificial intelligence. Hey, if you're just hopping into your car and you're starting your journey home and you're trying to think through uh, maybe some of the, the more uncomfortable truths of our, uh, of our society right now, some of these unsettling realities, I wonder if artificial intelligence has made you a little bit unsettled. You know, there's so much unknown with how it's going to impact your job, really our, 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 the way we interact with people and even our churches. And we'll get a chance to talk about that. We've got our resident expert on AI here in the studio with us. If you're watching online, you see her sitting next to me. This is Gina Marshall Johnson. She is an industry leader around AI development. And you've been helping us decipher a little bit of this enigma of AI, some of these uh, unknowns of AI. And uh, as we're moving forward in this conversation, do you think we could talk a little bit about how AI affects the church. Do you think we could talk about that in a minute? Sure. I've been thinking a lot about that lately uh, because, you know, God knows that you might not know the future, but God knows the future. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is a time where uh, it requires a lot of uh, his intervention. So my interest in this topic um, came up when I noticed in 2020 the Vatican started um, – uh, asking people who lead private sector companies like Microsoft and IBM to come to the Vatican to talk about artificial intelligence and its impact on society. And I thought, hmm, two of my favorite things, technology and the church coming yeah, together to solve uh -huh. a problem. This is interesting. And just yesterday, um, the Pope announced that the, art that the theme for the next day of peace, World Day of Peace, would be artificial intelligence and peace because he's still very concerned about the impact to humanity and how fast it's happening uh, and that we are disadvantaging the least um, among us in society. So, so you're saying that the Pope and uh, the Council at the Vatican are beginning to realize that with, with the development of AI, it's having a negative impact on people who are at the maybe lowest socioeconomic rung of many of our societies around the world. 
And so uh, with Jesus's call to care for the least of these, it is the responsibility of those of us in the church to not be completely uh, uh uh, unaware of how AI is going to affect people in lower income or lower socioeconomic status positions. Mm-hmm. That's correct. That's correct. I'll give you um, a couple of examples of how we're seeing it show up and why he's concerned. So we're already seeing rumblings of AI in the impact on job losses. I've been um, collecting information for some research I'm doing about the number of available jobs in the tech sector. And a year ago in August, there were a million jobs open, hmm. and now there are 400,000 within the U.S. So it went from a million and dropped by over half right, in the right. tech sector. In one year, in a, in a sector you usually think is pretty immune to lots of these things. Um, there is also, uh, in Los Angeles, you've probably heard a um, the the Screen Actors Guild and other creatives are now, uh, you know, striking and frustrated because of their losses being challenged by mm-hmm. um, generative AI. So writers are, are striking because if uh, AI can replace new content creation, then you don't need a writer. Right. You know, you have their initial work, but AI can kind of mimic what they've done and take the characters that a person has has come up with and create new storylines with it. And so writers are maybe going to be pushed out of their job and needed less and less. And they're saying, nope, like you better write in some policy now to protect our jobs because we won't be replaced by computers. Yeah, that's a great point that policy is behind the technology. Hmm. So we need to have more regulation, more guidance on uh, how to protect people's creative copyright and that sort of thing so that they aren't um, excluded from the revenue that they deserve. And you're saying that that's not just a policy issue, that's not just a technology integrative issue. This is something that the church needs to be on the forefront because it affects the livelihood and the the well-being of people. Exactly. That this is this is a caring for people issue, not just a technology issue. That is absolutely right. That is absolutely right. Um in February, a woman was arrested for being falsely accused of hijacking. She was eight months pregnant because a facial recognition algorithm matched her falsely, a mm. black woman, with um, with uh, a very spotty camera that was on the scene. Wow. And uh, we've known and it's been reported that facial recognition algorithms were trained with lots of white men in the training data but not a lot of women and people of color. So when you do facial matches, 99% accuracy for white men, 65% accuracy for black women. Wow. So we know that it's false, but she was still arrested and thrown in jail. And so these are the people we serve, right? These yeah. Are, they, you know, she's, she's having to deal with all of this and a new baby. Um, so it is negatively affecting society, and that's what the Pope is worried about, and that's what I'm worried about, and... And that's what the church. Uh, the question, is. yeah, the question is: Is the church worried about it? Are you worried about it? Not just is is it going to you know affect your job, but how do we as people of faith make sure that we're caring for the least of these? Eight 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 four three two seven four three four. Joining the conversation.
There has never been a more perfect time to go solar. Homeowners in Maryland, D.C., and Virginia are saving hundreds on their utility bills and getting paid for the energy they produce through their solar panels. Homeowners are also now eligible for a tax credit of 30% when switching to solar energy. Why pay the utility company every month for the energy you consume when you can own your own energy and get paid for it instead? If you've been thinking about going solar, call or text my trusted solar guy. His name's Michael, and here's his number. Are you ready? 202-618-8929. You worried that your solar panels won't look good on your old roof? No problem. They'll take care of a new roof for you as well. Zero money down. Give them a call right now. The first 10 callers today to get on the schedule for a consultation will get a free $500 gift card. So start saving money on your energy and get paid by going solar for zero down with Michael. His number again is 202-618-8929. Get your solar done. talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 3 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 3 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome back. Here we are on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm Dave Heiliger filling in for Dr. Anderson today. As he's off on a little bit of travel, I'm the director of Gracism Global. Now, Gracism is a uh, concept and a philosophy, a framework for addressing deep divides of color, class, and culture. Dr. Anderson's flagship book that he wrote back in 2007, he and I worked on it for the past year to revise, expand, and release it for you to make sure that we're continuing to build these bridges of reconciliation and healing. And so you can check it out, Gracism, The Art of Inclusion. Look it up on Amazon or any of your local booksellers. But we've also got the audiobook version of this new edition of Gracism exclusively on Audible. So make sure you go and download a copy. You won't want to miss that. Well, Ms. Ms. Gina Marshall-Johnson is our resident expert on AI today on this Wisdom Wednesday. We're talking about the wisdom of understanding AI. And we've got Suzanne Groves on Facebook who's been watching who says, I'm afraid of how AI will influence the 2024 election. 
how can we tell if something's real or AI created? Russia was the biggest influence in 2016, but will AI be the biggest influence in future elections? Please address this and how to protect Americans and our democracy. Hey, if you're listening out there and you want to join this conversation, you can join it just like Miss Suzanne, 888-432-7434. Miss Gina Marshall-Johnson, is this something we're going to have to be worried about in the next election cycle of AI's influence on, uh, on what we understand to be true? Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest threats we're facing, Susan. Suzanne. So I'm I'm scared right along with you. Um, we just all need to be more discerning how, about how we believe what we see mm. because it's getting increasingly more difficult to discern the truth from a lie. And uh, God is truth, and He gives us discernment, but. It's, you know, instead of getting busier doing stuff, we need to be stiller and praying and making sure that we're really um, thoughtful about what we're believing and uh, whether it's reflecting his love, because a lot of it's divisive, you know, uh, and that's not from God. So mm-hmm. we've, we've got to slow it down a little bit and make sure we're being really discerning because it is more difficult going forward. So instead of being busy and trying to get just more and more and more information and just letting it fly right by you and you making quick judgments, you're saying be still, be discerning. And if something seems divisive, that division, that kind of division is not from God. And if it shouldn't be tearing our churches apart, it shouldn't be tearing the people of God apart. And you're actually doing some work right now uh, to collect some information to maybe even build a little bit of a community around uh, understanding AI. Can you tell people a little bit about how they can connect with you moving forward? Absolutely. I am uh, conducting a survey on behalf of some doctoral research that I'm doing on AI and ethics. And I have an email address, survey at AIethicsfoundation.org. Survey at AIethicsfoundation.org. Correct. Okay. And you can contact me there. There, You can, um, you know, let me know if you're interested in staying connected. Uh, there's a survey that is out there that you could fill out. Um, I'm going to have multiple surveys. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm particularly interested in AI and the church. So um, let's stay connected because this is not going anywhere and it'll take all of us together working with God and each other to, uh, to fix this problem. That's good. Well, let's talk about AI in the church a little bit more. Where do you see AI helping the church? Where do you th- see it hurting the church? I mean, five, uh, five, ten years ago, if you would have told us how much of our church is operating online, people would have said, no way, I go to church in person. You can't go to church online. More than half our attendees are watching online uh, throughout the, the week, throughout the month. And so uh, technology has definitely taken over in a big way of how the church operates. Is that going to be true about AI? Well, I think, you know, um, what, is, what is the role of the church? The Great Commission, right? Um, to make disciples of all nations. It's to reflect the love of Christ to a hurting world. It's to be a refuge in times of hardships. All of these things are roles of the church, and if and if online communities have expanded the reach of the church, that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of uh, AI, um, I just want to th- want you to think about um, when uh, Moses was asking God how to lead his people. He said, 
he asked him, you know, I want your presence to go with me because if you don't go with us, how will anyone be able to distinguish me from the rest of the world, wow. me and your people from the rest of the world? Mm-hmm. So um, the church can distinguish itself by seeking him first. This is Wisdom Wednesdays. So the first thing we need to do is seek God for what we should do. So how should AI be used in the church? Definitely not in strategy, mission, vision, anything that needs to be inspired divinely by God. So I can't, I can't set my next sermon series by ac- asking Chat GPT what, what I should be preaching on. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly okay, what I'm all saying. Right. It's a, okay. You know, it's the easy button. We're it's calling tempting. out all us pastors out there. Don't be using Chat GPT to write your sermons. <laughs> it's tempting. <laughs> but, you know, have you ever sat in a sermon? I'm sure you have where... You're like, that is speaking directly to my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, ChatGPT can't tell you where the Holy Spirit is moving. Amen. Right? That's really good. So you have to really uh, seek God first for your inspiration for things that are going to help people through these difficult times. And then if you have, you know, a brain freeze and you just want to get a second opinion about something, you can ask ChatGPT. But remember, if you put your information into that system, it is now public information. Mm-hmm. So don't put your sermon in there and ask it for some advice because it becomes public information. You know, I, So I, then you lose your, your intellectual property is, is what you're saying on that one. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've heard it said that uh, if you don't pay for a system, you are the product, you right. know. <laughs> yeah. So, so, right. so mm-hmm. uh, you know, just beware of all that you put in there as well. Sure. Is there any other way other than... Uh, maybe the danger of of people using AI to set the vision or direction or or messaging for their church. What are some good ways that AI can actually boost the impact of the church? Well, as we were talking about earlier, you know, when you're dealing with numbers, you know, if it's uh, financial projections or if you're dealing with church attendance and how to plan particular things, uh, you can use AI. Um, there's some emerging sites that have the Bible as their training data. And so mm-hmm. they aren't mature yet, but I think there'll probably op- be opportunities to develop Bible studies with AI, but not in using the public ones, the ones that just use um, biblical-based information for um, giving you input. Um, so, you know, the we have only begun to see all the applications that will come down the road. Um, but uh, for now, beware. Beware. Don't don't let it take over the, the leadership strategy of your church. Um, but maybe, maybe each of us can uh, begin to be trained a little bit on how to use this, no matter what your role is, no matter what your job is. You know, some of us might be afraid that we're going to lose our job to AI, but what if you become the liaison between your industry and how to leverage AI? I bet there are a lot of training opportunities out there for people in all sorts of different industries to to begin to learn how to integrate AI into their, their job. Absolutely. Everybody's on the bandwagon, so there are lots of opportunities to take training classes um, out there with how to better use it. And it's gotten much much easier to use as well. So well, let's... Uh, 
Let's keep this conversation going when we come back. We're talking about the wisdom of understanding artificial... Attention taxpayers. If you or your business owe the IRS back taxes or have years of unfiled tax returns, the IRS has green-lighted billions of dollars in tax relief to those facing financial hardship through its tax relief initiatives. If you have a delinquent tax problem and possibly facing wage garnishment, liens, levies, audits, or already in a payment plan, you may now qualify for significant relief. Qualifying and enrolling in this program could stop all collections, settle your tax problem, and may even reduce what you owe by up to 99%. Call the hotline at Tax Help USA to see if you qualify and receive your free tax assessment by dialing 800-419-0017. If you or your business owe back taxes to the IRS or state, you can now get the help that you need during these hard economic times. Get your free tax assessment to see what you qualify for by dialing 800-419-0017. 800-419-0017. That's 800-419-0017. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel, and natural gas is the fuel of the future and trading at record prices. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication and within only a few months I was completely addicted. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college. And I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Developed by CDC. And furnished by the Virginia Department of Health. On the outside, you seem to be okay. But on the inside, something's wrong. Very wrong. Your family doesn't know what you're going through. Neither does your best friend. Meanwhile, you're in turmoil with nowhere to turn. If you need someone to talk to, call the Focus on the Family Help Center. We'll listen to you, pray with you, and even help you find a counselor in your area. To speak with a family help specialist, call 1-800-A-FAMILY weekdays. 1-800-A-FAMILY. I'm Dave Heiliger filling in for Doc Today. And wow, what a show today on this Wisdom Wednesday as we've been talking about the wisdom of understanding artificial intelligence. We've had our resident expert here in the studio, somebody who serves on the Elders Council of Women here at Bridgeway Community Church, where Dr. Anderson is the pastor, um, who is an industry leader on AI development, Miss Gina Marshall Johnson, uh, as You've had a long career in AI or in technology, now leading uh, a lot of developers. 
in artificial intelligence. Could you have like maybe one final thought or one final word that you want to instill to our our listeners as they kind of wonder, should I be more hopeful or more fearful when thinking about AI? Well, definitely hopeful because if you know God, he would he this is no surprise to him. He is uh with us every step of the way. And so I think the question Moses asked God in Exodus is still relevant today. How what will distinguish us in this age from this the general population? It's going to be his presence with us. So the wisdom for this Wednesday is to seek the presence of God for guidance and there's always hope there, right? And um and he tells us in Romans to not be conformed to the patterns of the world, to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Mm. So while AI is going to be all around us, we need to, as I said, be very still and discerning to make sure that we can distinguish a truth from a lie and don't run to hit the easy button just because it's available. Mm. There's lots of good that can come, but, you know, enter at your own risk. You know, there's some cautionary tales there as well. Wow. That's really good. And, I so appreciated your thoughts on the, the 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 thought that AI development is also a moral obligation issue for us to make sure that the least of these are cared for like Jesus cared for the least of these people who have been on the the brunt the 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 who who have faced the brunt of society's uh exclusion and um oppression are at risk of feeling more of that, of losing their jobs, of not having the resources or opportunities uh, in the same way as others. And so uh, as we see AI develop, we cannot forget the people impact with all of that. Ms. Gina, I, I had ChatGPT write the closing for our show today. Can I, can I read you the script that ChatGPT gave me and we can see if it, uh, if it, if it rings true with us today? Sure. It says... Uh, all right, so here, here you are. Uh, AI's taken over uh, the airways right now. Air, airways right now. So it says this. Well, thank you for joining us on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson as we've wrestled with the complex realities of artificial intelligence. As we navigate these modern challenges, we're reminded of the wisdom found in Scripture that guides us. In Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, we're told to trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not on our own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. As we contemplate the integration of AI in our lives, let us seek the guidance and discernment from the creator of all understanding. We're also mindful of the words of Micah 6, 8. He has shown you, O mortal, what is good and what the Lord requires of you, to act justly, to love mercy, to walk humbly with our God. May we approach technological advancements with justice, compassion, and humility. Thank you to our guests who call, and everyone who called in. How's that for you? I love it. I love it. Thank well, you Jesus, so much. Jesus, thank you so much for guiding us. And Lord, we do trust you more than any other thing for the source of knowledge, wisdom, and direction. In Jesus' name, amen. Sellers, you can still... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.